we still do not know one thousandth of one percent of what nature has revealed to us. Albert Einstein. I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. Let's dive into episode 47 today, and we're going to take a look at Proverbs 3, 19 through 20. We'll look at it in two different translations, talk about the language and the meaning, and then we'll ask ourselves some questions in order to apply it to our everyday lives. But before we get started, let's pray. If this goes the way the rest of my day has gone, we're going to absolutely need to start in prayer. Father, I so appreciate the opportunity to do this. I so appreciate the fact that when, when part of tech dies, I can try something else. And I so appreciate also that no matter what the tech is doing, no matter how I feel about it, you are still here. We can honor you. I pray that everything that we do today glorifies your name. Pray that you would take me out of it. And instead, I pray, Spirit, that your power would be present in this time and this place. Pray that you would open the scripture to us and that we would understand it and be able to apply it in our lives. I pray that you would bring meaning to this time that would work itself out in changed lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to take a look at Proverbs 3, 19 through 20. And I'm going to read it to you first in the ESV. It says, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open and the clouds dropped the dew. God's word, which is a different translation than we've had before. God's word says, by wisdom, the Lord laid the foundation of the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep waters were divided and the skies dropped dew. Here's where we are in the middle of a passage of Proverbs 3 that is called Wisdom Brings Happiness. Wisdom is personified in this section of the Proverbs again. And remember that that means that the author is taking an abstract concept and creating it in human form so that we can better understand something that is a little bit hard to understand. In this case, the author is personifying wisdom as a woman to make it easier for us to understand and remember. So we've been seeing how wisdom enriches the lives of believers, of those who hold on to it, who seek after it and hold on to it. Today, we're going to look at that not only does wisdom matter to us, it matters to God and how it was a tool in both creation and providence. I read the God's Word translation a few moments ago. That's a translation that's not particularly common. I used it for a period of years, several years ago. And so sometimes when I'm looking for something, I'll go back to it just to see what it said. And the reason I chose this one today is because the structure of the sentences made it kind of easy to see what the verses were saying because the way the sentences were put together, it said, by wisdom, the Lord laid, by understanding, he established. By his knowledge, the deep waters were divided. God accomplished his creation, laying the foundation of the earth and establishing the heavens and sustaining life by wisdom, by understanding, and by knowledge. 
Isn't that interesting? This is God's resource page. Do y'all know what that is? When an online business like mine, actually, I don't have one right now. I need one. When an online business puts a page on a website that lists all the resources that their business uses, if you wonder what Bibles I use or how I mark them up or what Bible journaling supplies that I have or what marketing resources that I use, it would be a website page that lists all of those things. And it's created so that others can have access to the same resources that I do. So have you ever thought about what God used to create the earth? to create everything that you know, he tells us here. He used wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Because I would create a a resource page so that you know what I use and you have access to those. It's really amazing that the tools that God used in creation, we have access to. And not only do we have access, he wants us to use them. He tells us we need to seek after them and hold on to them. We have been reading about all the recommendations that God makes for us, that our lives will be so much better if we hold on to the very things that God used to create our universe. And there's a fuller account of this that we will go into in Proverbs chapter 8. The implication is fairly staggering when you think about it. The same wisdom, understanding, and knowledge that created the universe is available to us as we walk through the paths of life. It's both a tree of life, like a fountain of life for us, like we talked about yesterday, and the blessing or mechanism that directs righteous living. I want to tie one more thread onto this and open up a can of worms. Now, worms, because this gets into some deep theological territory that we don't really have time to get to the bottom of in this particular broadcast. It's been debated since early, early, early Christian days. But this is what I thought of when I read this verse. In speaking of Jesus, John 1, 3 says, All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Colossians 1, 16 says, For by him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Now let me read you the verse that we have today in Proverbs again. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep broke open and the clouds drop down the dew. Scripture says that all things were created through Jesus. And Proverbs said that the Lord created with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Let me read you as examples two more scriptures. 1 Corinthians 1, 23 and 24 says this, But we preach Christ crucified a stumbling block to Jews and folly to the Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. And the second scripture is 1 Corinthians 1.30. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. We'll talk about this a little bit more in chapter 8, but today let me lay the groundwork that Jesus is the wisdom of God, All things were made through him, and Proverbs teaches that wisdom was used in the making of the earth. Hebrews 1.3 says this about Jesus. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact representation of his nature. He upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the Almighty on high. Jesus is also upholding the universe. And today's Proverbs said, By his knowledge the deeps broke open and the clouds dropped down the dew. This is wisdom, both present at creation, but the verb in the last line is present tense. 
by knowledge the clouds drop dew. This is an ongoing work of wisdom in creation. I want to read you a long quote by John Piper, and I want you to let it roll over your heart and awaken wonder. It's not so much teaching, it'll give you a different perspective. Picture yourself as a farmer in the Near East, far from any lake or stream. A few wells keep the family and animals supplied with water, but if the crops are going to grow and the family is to be fed from month to month, water has to come on the fields from another source. But from where? Well, the sky. The sky? Water will come out of the clear blue sky? Well, not exactly. Water will have to be carried in the sky from the Mediterranean Sea over several hundred miles and then poured out from the sky onto the field. Carried? How much does water weigh? Well, if one inch of rain falls on one square mile of farmland during the night, that would be 27,878,400 cubic feet of water, which is 206,300,160 gallons which is 1,650,501,280 pounds of water. That's heavy. So how does that get up in the sky and stay up there if it's so heavy? Well, it gets up there by evaporation. Really? Well, that's a nice word, but what does that mean? It means that the water sort of stops being water for a while so that it can go up and down. I see. Well, how does it get down? Well, condensation happens. What's that? The water starts becoming water again by gathering around little dust particles between 0.00001 and 0.0001 centimeters wide. That's small. What about the salt? Salt? Yes, the Mediterranean Sea is salt water. That would kill the crops. So what about the salt? Well, the salt has to be taken out. Oh, so the sky picks up a billion pounds of water from the sea takes out the salt, and then carries it for 300 miles and then dumps it on the farm. Well, it doesn't dump it, because if it dumped a billion pounds of water on the farm, the wheat would be crushed. So the sky just dribbles the billion pounds of water down in little drops. The point of this is, if God in his wisdom can work that and countless more miracles of nature every day, what will he accomplish by his wisdom in you? That's the first question of today. Here are a few more to think about. You have access to the same wisdom, knowledge, and understanding used to bring the world that you live in into existence. What does that mean for you today? What could you do in your life with the power that God used and creation at your disposal? If it's good enough for God and he says it's available to you, why would you not take hold of it? What might be stopping you? And if Jesus is the wisdom of God, how does that change your perspective on wisdom? And lastly, how does it affect your understanding of what you're learning in Proverbs? Now, these are kind of deep questions. And if you want to think about them a little bit longer and write down some answers when we're not so much just talking together, we send out a set of journal pages, free journal pages, each Sunday evening in an email. If you want to get on the list to receive those journal pages, you can go to getwisdom.link backslash email. Getwisdom.link backslash email. As for me, in geometry, there's this thing called the transitive property of equality. And it says if A equals B and B equals C, then therefore A has to equal C. I'm not suggesting that that is true about wisdom in Jesus today. I'm not going that far today. And we don't have time to really dig into the theology of it. But For me, it is a good reminder of our goal when we seek after wisdom. 
I pray this at the end of every episode that we do as a constant reminder. But Colossians 2.3 says in speaking about Jesus, In him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. We are not looking for success here. We are seeking after wisdom, and we are ultimately going to find all wisdom and all of life's fulfillment in the person of Jesus. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Let's pray. Father, like I said, we don't ask for for wisdom for our success in this time. We are asking it so that we can know you better, so that we can love you better, so that we can live lives that honor you better. And in doing that, we'll be loving other people better as well. So I ask for that kind of wisdom, the kind of wisdom that will transform our hearts into the likeness of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for being with me today. I so appreciate you tuning in. We will be back here again tomorrow. If you're a broadcast listener, share this with a friend who you think would appreciate it or would learn from it and that you would like to join the community. If you're a podcast listener, I ask that if you would rate and review and subscribe to the podcast because it will help the algorithm show this podcast to more people who could benefit from it. And that would be great. I will see you back here again tomorrow with another set of verses. I'll see you guys then. Bye.